When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Before we get into today's show, let me talk to you about the best way to play fantasy football this season, and that is the Owner's Box Superflex Salary Cap Game. Build your nine-player lineup in minutes and start winning real cash. If you use the promo code DREW9 today, that is DREW9, you will get a free $10 entry into their $100,000 Week 1 contest. I'm already in that contest, so play against me and the rest of the TDN Fantasy family over on Owner's Box. TDN Fantasy. The TDN Fantasy Podcast. Podcast. With your host, Paige Demakos, Jamie Eisner, and Jake Arians. Welcome into the TDN Fantasy Podcast. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner, Jake Arians back for the second part of our 12 team eight round full PPR mock draft. If you missed it on Monday, We did rounds one through five on the show. We each got four teams to draft for. So go listen to Monday's show. You'll hear us break down the middle rounds, three, four, and five, break down our decisions, our players. We're back for rounds six through eight. And this is very weird because normally, guys, when you do these fantasy drafts, it's just go, 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 go. I've had some time to think about it. I've I've had some time to reflect on some of the poor picks that I've made for some of my teams. And I try to remedy that situation. See, Jamie today. and I don't feel at all like we made poor picks for our teams. Nah, there's, why, there's do, why, do you, why do you go second-guess yourself when you're the hype train about picks that you've made? I feel there's great one, about all four teams. There's one team I, I feel like I did a disservice to. My, my, my middle team I feel like I did a disservice to. But we'll see what I can, what I can uh, accomplish for them today. Uh, round so, six. so let's reset this a little, a little bit, Chris. So round six, so you've already got with this team, your pit team 12, you finished off with Julio Jones. So you've got two wide receivers on this team, Julio and Ridley, two running backs, Gibson and Swift, and your starting yep. quarterback in Lamar Jackson. So the board's open for your flex play, a tight end, uh, somebody at the top of your bench. Like you, you, you kind of have this, this world open here and you still have your flex spot open. So this is going to be interesting because we haven't talked a lot about some of these middle tier players all the time. That's why this episode of things is going to be super valuable because we've all done a bunch of mocks. I did another auction draft. Like I'm in full fantasy football mode. Like everybody else is going to be over Labor Day weekend. You've had some time to think about this, Chris. Who's going to be your flex play here? Or are you going tight end? I I am going with a tight end because or we kicker made or it- defense. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to assume. Yeah, well. We made a joke at the end of yesterday's show that this team already had Calvin Ridley 
and it already had Julio Jones. Oh, you're going to go this, Kyle Pitts here? This team needs a tight end. Let's oh, add Lord. Kyle Pitts to the mix. Now, this team, All I could probably say some Falcons. things about some bad picks, but we'll see how it turns Whoa, out. What are you talking about? Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Swift, Lamar Jackson's my QB. I mean, this is... Toe injury, like- massive injuries. Julio is one big giant injury. This team has risk is what I'm saying. Rookie. Yep. It does, it, uh, so it does this is going to be interesting. Poke some holes in that one's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like the, the other ones, I feel pretty good. But as you were starting us off with your teams, that one has a few holes we could poke. Now, it could be great if they all stay healthy. So I guarantee you now, I'm up on the clock. I guarantee you that I'm going to draft at least one player that's already been drafted <laughs> at some point in this mix. Because you don't realize how nice it is to have like these services like Sleeper or any of them that already take these players off the board for you. Then when you have to do this manually, especially over two yeah. days and figure out, oh, which which player did I take? Um, so I'm going to go with a wide receiver here. So I started this team. This is team 11 with Tyree Kill and Robert Woods at wide receiver, Nick Chubb, David Montgomery at running back and Tom Brady at the quarterback position. And, and it's going to be a wide receiver that's going to have my next best value here. But I'm trying to see who we already took um, off the board here to see who's still available for me. I'm going to go. So you scroll down here a little. This is bit. going to be great. You're going to name a player that's already been taken. I'm worried I am. But I'm going to go with Juju Smith-Schuster here. I don't available. think we've taken Juju He's off available. the board yet. So he is my top-rated player still available. Look, the depth of target might not be what you want it to be. The total receiving yards might not be what you want it to be, but he's going to get peppered with volume still. He's going to be a high target, high reception wide receiver. We are doing a PPR draft. Uh, I think he's a pretty solid value here right now going at the top of the sixth round. More than happy to take him here as a flex spot as a guy can kind of mix in and out of my lineup with some of the guys I will be taking with the next couple picks. Lay it on. Jake, you're up. This you is need to know your team. team. This yeah, is your so Kelsey, Kelsey team. You've got you've Eckler, got the Mahomes Kelsey stack with Eckler, Eckler Melvin Gordon at Lockett. running back, and Tyler yep. Lockett as your wide receiver one. Okay, yep. so my strategy continues where you can go with receiver. Now I'm going to definitely mess this up with one that's already been drafted, but I'm pretty sure Deontay Johnson is still on the board. I already took Deontay Johnson on a different team. No, you took I? him for another team. No, yeah. I would have right. taken him here over Juju. Yeah, I thought so. This this is where it gets tough. So this is where. This We're gonna do this a bunch. Here. Just prepare yourself, oh, yes. everybody. Bear, bear with us. But you could you could see here. We I want to give me Samuel. A new list. There you go. That's a good one. He's available. AFC West, NFC West, rocking this team up. So this team again. This is another team. I, I feel like I did a disservice to. But Diggs, Barkley, Allen Robinson, Josh Jacobs, and that's Marvin Jones, not Julio Jones. I have Julio on another team. That's yep. not going to be confusing later on when I have to recap these teams. Um, this team, this team might need a quarterback. Mahomes off the board, Lamar, Brady, Tannehill, Allen. The quarterback might be, might be a, a situation here where we, where we pick somebody. NFC West quarterback still sitting on the board that people are probably screaming at us that we haven't taken yet. Kyler Murray in particular is probably where a lot of people are screaming, but I don't really like that fit for this team. You know what? Russell Wilson will be the pick for this team. We'll add Russ to the I like it. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about Kyler Murray in a little bit. I'm off the Kyler Murray train. He's my QB seven right now in my rankings. Uh, I have not heard anything good coming out of this offseason from people I've talked to with the team. I've had multiple people tell me that don't talk to each other that have told me very similar things. 
uh, about Kyler Murray and what the thoughts are there about practice preparation, uh, where his head is at mentally. Obviously, he's a tremendous talent, but considering the way last year ended and some of the things I've heard, I'm not going to pay the ADP price for Kyler Murray. And that's, again, a player I'm willing to be wrong on. I'm willing to miss the boat on Kyler Murray because I think there's more risk there that is being presented. But I have the choice to maybe go quarterback here as well. I have team eight that has Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup at wide receiver, along with Antonio Brown, and then Joe Mixon and Miles Sanders at running back. So I've already got a flex play here. So the question is, do I want to go with like a TJ Hawkinson, who's who's in the in conversation right here? Do I want to go with a Kyler Murray or a, uh, that is in the conversation here? Or do I want to keep adding to my bench? I think I'm going to actually go TJ Hawkinson here. I think this is fair value for him. I'm expecting a, a pretty big season from him, not as big as a lot of those in the fantasy community, because I think there's just going to be this assumption that Hawkinson's going to be a 150 plus target player, just n- not quite, but into that kind of range, just because of the other weapons there in Detroit. You know, Jared Goff hasn't made an emphasis on throwing to the tight end in his past. They're still going to throw the ball outside, even if the receivers aren't great. So I expect a good season from TJ Hawkinson. I don't expect a great season from TJ Hawkinson, but at this value, I'm more than happy to take him. All right, Jake, you get to add to Jonathan Taylor, AJ Brown, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, Miles Gaskin. And I believe this is the team that has Deontay Johnson on it. You get to add a player to that group. I like this now. I'm feeling pretty solid. Okay. I like that team. Question is we're going receiver. You get a bunch of these guys that I like, but I'm going to go with a guy that I loved last year that finally broke out. Had a really solid preseason and Corey Davis. Available. I, just in case you were waiting for us to tell you. On the board, on the board, available right. for you to take. Uh, so this is me now. And with this team, the last go around, I got a quarterback. I snagged Ryan Tannehill to add to Aaron Jones, Najee Harris, Amari Cooper, and DJ Moore. I feel really good about the, the 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 top of the running back room there with Jones as my RB1 and Harris as my RB2. I feel like I can wait to get some depth at running back. DJ Moore, I, 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 got, the, I got the looks when I made the pick in real time and having the time to sleep on it. It might have been a little bit of a reach on my part. So a wide receiver. I tried to talk you into that one. You didn't get the looks. I said he's quarterback proof. Well, J- Jamie gave me the looks. You had two that, guys to the... pick from. I love that one. So now I... I... You the dude put up age. numbers with Cam Newton as his quarterback. Come on. It's true. Yeah, but he's got Sam Donald as the quarterback, so. That's an upgrade. So, that's true. so I'm looking at the board here. And there's a wide receiver that we haven't taken yet that would have been taken, I think, a little bit earlier if it wasn't for his recent case of the yips. And maybe mm. we'll take him here. Is this, is, is, maybe is this we'll... a rookie that you're talking about? It is, a, it is a rookie who has the yips. Yeah, we've talked about mm. it on the show. Jerry Judy still available too. I'm just making sure I'm not overlooking somebody. That's the big concern I have. I'm you're, not concerned you're about taking... talking about Jerry Judy way too early. If you're, I'm just, looking, at I'm, just right throw, I'm just looking at names on the board. Okay, just, just bear with me here. Let's not make for Corey great Davis. podcasting, Chris. All this, right, this Lavisca Chenault Jr. Solid. Okay, I like Visca a lot. A little early for me, but not that much. I like I like Lavisca a lot. I, I just think the I think ETN injury him, probably helps him more than anybody else on the Jags. Yeah, it, it just probably leads him to be more used creatively in that offense because the role that they probably were going to use ETN for, they'll probably just give to Lavisca Chenault and add that workload to him. So I like this pick. 
So team five here, I've got two good two running backs in Chris Carson, Alvin Kamara, DeAndre Hopkins, and DK Metcalf at wide receiver, and I took Mark Andrews at tight end. So I kind of can go wherever I want here for a flex. You know, I'm considering a little bit of that running back depth, but there's still a receiver that I really, really like in this spot that I don't want to have pass by me one more time, and that is T. Higgins. He was a guy that I talked about in my old predictions show that we did that I think he could lead the Bengals in touchdowns this year. Uh, I'm excited for what he can do in year two. Showed a lot of chemistry last year with Joe Burrow. Probably the bigger beneficiary early in the season of Jamar Chase not being able to catch anything uh, is him getting a little bit bigger role. Love him in the red zone. So I'm going to go with T. Higgins here in my flex spot for Team 5. What's funny to me, Jamie, is that if we did this mock draft, I would say probably three or four weeks ago, that I think the we would have a different order of the way the Bengals receivers came off the board. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And Jamar Chase has dropped every pass that's been thrown to him since then. So we have to at least account for that. Right. Like every, like every pass he caught, like all of them pass, every pass he's dropped. Yeah. It's not, it's not great. Um, I'm not worried long-term, but I am worried about him early. I thought he would hit the ground running and now he's going to need this little bit of a lead up, which is going to drop him Mm -hmm. down my rankings a bit, which is why he is still not taken off our board yet here toward the end of round six. All right, Jake, Zeke, Justin Jefferson, Chris Godwin, Daryl Henderson, Gus Edwards is this team. This is a good team. I like this team a lot. Okay, so we need to throw – Antonio Brown is off the board, correct? Uh, yep. Yeah, Jamie took him for one of his other teams. Okay, I was 90% sure that that was the case. So, hmm, we get into really interesting territory here where you want to go higher floor or do you want to kind of bust something out? There's some guys I'm not really loving – but I got two receivers on this team, right? Yes. So right now you've, you've got Justin Jefferson and Chris Godwin on this team. Give me Raheem Mostert. Uh, that's a fun one. I love this dude. We've talked about this. This is like playoff Raheem, playoff Lenny. If he's healthy, he's an absolute home run hitter. Chris's boy of boys sermon is kind of behind him, but I don't think he's pushing. I think Jeff Wilson does come back, but for him, most are healthy and God, he looked good in the preseason the other day. Yeah. He's going to miss some time probably, but I just added him to depth to this running back position as a potential flex when he is healthy. I'll add some more receivers later, but this team's solid. I had to take that one there. That's one of the best running backs left on the board to me. Jamie, you're up now, right? Or is it me? No, it is you. This is your Derrick Henry, Darren Waller, Terry McLaurin, uh, Josh Allen, Tyler oh, yeah. Boyd team. That's yeah, a solid an interesting team. squad. That, this that's is the team in which. Solid. Yeah, this is the team this where we, we invoked the, the strategy the top, of top the... line across the board. Yeah, yeah. This is a top running back, a top tight end, one of the top receivers, and one of the top quarterbacks. So yeah, you you went top line here. So the you have a lot of options here at running back and I, wide receiver. I, I do, and it certainly feels to me that the the place that I need to look the most is running back because I have two wide receivers. I like what we've done at tight end and quarterback, but Derrick Henry's sitting there on an island by himself. <sighs> but Good that, the, the, yeah, I know, and that's and I said it out loud, and I've kind of committed myself to the strategy of taking a running back, and I don't necessarily love what I've done here. Melvin Gordon's already been taken right? in front of you. Yes, Gordon's off the board. I take Javante Williams and hope that he ultimately gets more touches there at some point during the season. Michael Carter, I would have taken like it's three a great weeks time to talk spot. about my strategy, though, man. If you don't go running back early, even though I love this team, it's going to be a bad weak point for you later. And if you get any injuries to that running back that you're already thin at, 
as good as this team is, it's going to be really hard to win any games. Yeah, because you don't have an RB2 right now, Chris. Like, the, this player no, and that's, select, and that's the problem. going to be your RB2 going into the right. season. And there's yeah, still I receivers know. left. I know. I know. Do, 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 do. Yeah, you know, his team was well on his way to being stacked. All right. This is aggressive. Oh, boy. Give me Ronald Jones. Okay. That's not as aggressive as I thought you were going to go, but okay. I, I don't hate it, I, man, but there's, you know, it's going to drive you crazy all year. But God, I think he's he's getting better and better and better. If he's healthy, it's going to be hard to get him off the field. Let me let, let me let me walk you through the other player I was considering. It was Javante Williams. So I'm going to pull my hair out either way with having to watch there to be a split backfield. So I, I'd go. I'd rather, I'd rather go with Jones the Williams. guy that I know and I've seen do it than a rookie. Right. Just in only thing there is Melvin Gordon has any injury. Javante is going to play more because if Ronald Jones has injury, Geo is still going to take some touches from Fournette. Yeah. But I think you're going to get it's it's a Nick Chubb ish. He's not going to get that many carries, but he's going to get the majority of the carries on it. So I'm up here with team two and I need some more running back depth. I got Dalvin Cook at the top, but then I went three pretty good wide receivers there with Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, and Adam Thielen. Came back with Chase Edmonds as my RB2. Uh, I'm going to go with Naeem Hines here. I think he is one of the best values that are available right now in PPR. Uh, people think that he all of a sudden didn't have fantasy success once Jonathan Taylor took over last year. That's not the case at all. Um, I don't know how that narrative got started, but Naeem Hines was a perfectly capable top 30 fantasy running back last year and even top 25 at times with Jonathan Taylor going full speed. So I'm not quite sure where that narrative started, but he's one of my favorite values on the board. Uh, he's going to be somebody that I love to have here on the top of my bench and kind of, you know, mix between Chase Edmonds and Naeem Hines as those pass catching backs to work into that RB2 spot for this team behind Dalvin Cook. All right, Jake, you get to close out round number six to add to Christian McCaffrey, James Robinson, George Kittle, Mike Davis, and CeeDee Lamb. So I'm going to add Aaron Rodgers here. I don't want any time to go past this without adding a quarterback to this team. He's the next highest guy I got on my list. I love Herbert. I feel better about Aaron Rodgers. And if it's another FU tour, farewell tour, whatever we want to call it, I still feel really, really good about where he is. I agree there's probably some touchdown regression, but they're still going to have to throw it. Um, and I want to add another basically high floor quarterback to this team to end this round. Uh, you can it's start early now. for me, but I, I don't really like where we're going past this for a little while in the quarterbacks. Uh, now the start of round seven. So you get to add another player to this team. Hmm. Defense kicker, both available. <laughs> yeah, they are. I'm Give me Will Fuller. I already got some run. I already got some receivers. I got a solid flex. Yeah. Uh, he's missing one game. People, I'm going to remind you of that. He's still going to be the one there. Devontae Parker, we all love, but he is like a forgotten dude in fantasy and in real life with Tua. I think Will Fuller is going to be a stud. He proved to me last year he can be a one. Now, he's serving the suspension for drugs, so if he's off the drugs, the injuries come back. I don't Probably. know, but I, I think but still, he's willing to like, take a flyer. There's good value here. But that's the thing. Like, all of this risk is baked into where he's going right now. And, right. and I got to give a shout-out to the, the guys over at Underdog that did some stuff with us in April. They've been screaming the same thing that I have, which is – this stuff's all baked in him missing a game for suspension, his injury history, him not playing with Deshaun Watson, potentially well, this would be determined on that. Potentially. All that's baked into his current price. Like if, if those things weren't a factor, he's going as a wide receiver too. You know what I mean? Like, it, so that's all factored in with him. I, I like him as one of those guys that, especially if you need upside late, you go running backs and you're looking for high upside wide receivers for the top of your bench. Uh, I love that here. 
Team two just took Naeem Hines here. Uh, I could go for some more depth, but I think at this point I, I can't let Kyler Murray fall any further than this. So I'm perfectly fine here in round seven taking him. I know he, this will not be where he gets taken in most fantasy drafts. I understand that, but uh, I'm more than comfortable taking him now that we're all the way here in this spot. Before I make my pick, Jamie, I think it's really important to note that you are, you know, and I think the show in particular is down more than most on Kyler Murray, but this is this proves a point that we've talked about is just because you're down on somebody and just because you don't like them as much as everybody else doesn't mean that they're on a do not draft list that you're going to avoid them at all costs. You've reached the point where you now feel, felt comfortable with Kyler Murray's value based on your board, right? And I think that's an important distinction that we should make here is that just because Jamie has got Kyler down at QB6 doesn't mean that he didn't, you know, take an opportunity to draft that player. Okay, I have to add a player to Derrick Henry, Darren Waller, Terry McLaurin. Oh, this is the the top line of every position team. And I added Ronald Jones the last go-around. Boy, does this team need another running back. But boy, do I not like any of the running backs that are available on the board here. Do I just double down? I might just double down here. Give me Javante Williams. I'm going to double say, down. You just fell top. back in your lap. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think based on the fact that I was debating between the two guys and being able to grab both of them, I, I that uh, mitigates my risk a little bit of who's my RB two, depending on how they both play as ridiculously good as the rest of this team is. Yeah. You just hedged your bet with one of those two guys being the starter that week, getting the carries that week and being hot. Got to figure out which one it is, but you got now got options where it was getting thin. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Running back with a team, when you go that heavy other stuff, gets a little thin. But now you got both guys. Uh, Zeke, Justin Jefferson, Chris Godwin, Daryl Henderson, Gus Edwards. You added Raheem Mostert to this team in the last go-around, Jake. Who, who's uh, who's the pick here in round seven? I might as well stack somebody and throw Dak in there. Dak and Zeke. Give them to me. Take all the Cowboys. Where's, Jimmy, where's Dak on your board? He's eight. QB8. He's okay. behind Kyler. All right, you had a T. Higgins to your team this last go around, Jamie. So round seven. Yeah, so I've got two running backs, three wide receivers. I've got Mark Andrews here. You know, so I'm kind of looking at spot. Do I want to keep building at wide receiver? Do I want to add some little bit of a running back depth? I'm going to add a little bit to my RB squad here just because I feel like there's still a lot of wide receivers I like. And I'm going to go with somebody that I don't need to play right away. But if he gets the opportunity to play, is proven he can be high end RB2, if not RB1, and that's Cream Hunt. So while Chubb is healthy, he's not going to provide you anything more than flex value at best, but you always have that potential if Chubb misses some time here and there that you're going to get a top flight running back. So I'm going to take Kareem Hunt to add to this team. I feel like my entire theme here is to just draft running backs for, with every one of my teams here uh, moving forward, but I feel like that's the direction I'm going to go here because as Jamie mentioned, there's just so much value at the wide receiver position that we all like. This team has Aaron Jones and Najee Harris, but I would like a, 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 another option to have for depth. And then I look at the board, and then I try to convince myself of one of these options. Boy, boy, boy. This Ramondre this Stevenson. I, no, I'm not. It's a little early for that, yeah. See, I'm looking at two guys that I feel the same about. And, and, I, and I don't want to sidebar us too much, but like I look at Kenyon Drake, and I look at James Conner, and they just feel like they're going to fill the same role for their respective teams. They're two different players, but they just feel like they're going to have that same role. Now, there's a guy that's a starter on his team that you're forgetting. Now, it's there's the worst that... nightmare of wasteland of running back usage ever, but it's still probably got more upside than those two right now. That'd be Damian Harris if you weren't getting my hint. 
No, I got your hand. I, I, I had to check with the board to make sure Damian Harris was still available. Yes. I know. I, this is, I, I'm sure the podcast listeners just love us agonizing yeah, over this, this, this is, but I want to. Well, particularly you are agonizing. minutes to make every pick. I, look, I, listen, I want to make a good pick. I, I don't want to make it's a bad pick so here. So far. Oh, three, silence. two, radio guy with the, the complete Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle. Wow. Not only did you not take a running back, you took a flyer on a receiver. Okay. Yep. Yep. Break it down for me. Right. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, AJ Brown, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Miles Gaskin, Deontay Johnson, and Corey Davis. Huh. All righty. Give me Jarvis Landry. We'll go high floor here. They have to throw it sometimes on that team. He has as many catches as anybody in the league in his first however many years he's been in there now. They're all within four yards of the line of scrimmage, but he got out of that a little bit last year. Down the stretch without OBJ, he was the guy. He was actually really good late in fantasy last year. I still expect him to be the guy Baker looks for, especially in third downs, conversions, Short yardage stuff, but he'll get downfield a little bit. I think there's a lot of catches there, and we're just adding depth to this receiver room now. I like that one. All right, Jamie, you're next up. TJ Hawkinson was the last pick for this team in the sixth round. You now have to Jarvis Landry, Jalen Waddle off the board, the previous two picks. Where are you going with this pick? So I'm going to add a fourth wide receiver. I just think there's there's still some value here left on the board. I consider going running back here, but I feel like I'm now into another tier of running backs to add some depth. I'm going to go with Brandon Ayuk, who I think has fallen too far here. I think he's going to be the true wide receiver one in San Francisco, regardless of the quarterback situation there. So I'm more than happy to get him here as a top of the bench player. See, this is what happens. You take the player that I want, and now I have to go back to the board, and it takes me forever to come up with a pick. This is... There's still a couple solid ones, man, that we've uh, we've let slip through the cracks since it's all right in front of us that would normally be popping up in your face, though. You just got to – Yeah, I got to just sift through it a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm this not going to tell you because I'm coming back up. <laughs> so this team that I'm picking for now has three wide receivers, it has two running backs, and it has its quarterback. It does not have its tight end. So allow me to remedy that problem right now and take no offense with this pick. Solid, solid. Listen, I if if like Noah Fant, I think is the end of the guys that I will go out of my way to get at the tight end position, and then I'm content with seeing the way the board falls to me. I'll pick up Austin Hooper, right? I had a league in which Tyler Higby fell to me all the way at the end. Like there are guys that if I don't get one of the the guys that I really feel like are going to be big time producers, I'm okay waiting. Noah Fant's kind of the last guy in that that list for me. Yeah, I like that. So this team, Jake added, I believe it was. Did you add Debo Samuel or did you add Curtis Samuel with your last pick? Debo. I just have Debo. Debo. Okay, just make sure. All right. And I'm now going to add Robbie Anderson to that team. This Another is... one that, that was slipping through the cracks that's fallen way too far. Really good player last year. Learned how to play inside. Was phenomenal between the numbers uh, or between the hash marks with Teddy. Has the chemistry with Darnold. Yes, it wasn't great, but they've at least got some. I, he proved to me a lot last year. I think he's going to be a solid, solid number two there, DJ Moore. Jamie, Juju Smith-Schuster was your pick the last time up. Now you get to add somebody to that group. I do, and I'm kind of in this weird spot now. I've got my quarterback. I've got two running backs. I've got three wide receivers. You know, oh, Do I start looking at team. the tight ends still available? Do I go with another receiver here, which is my top player on the board as a receiver? 
I'm going to take a chance here. I'm going to go with a young running back because I feel comfortable with my high floor options here in Nick Chubb and David Montgomery. And I'm going to go with Michael Carter in this spot. And with the hopes that as Oof. we get toward the latter part of the season, that he continues to have a little bit bigger role in that Jets backfield and is somebody that, uh, like a lot of the rookie backs last year, end up making a more impactful run late in the season in the postseason. Since I don't really need him to start right now. All right, I'm closing out round seven with a team that has got a lot of risk associated with it. So why not triple down in that regard? I kind of need another wide receiver. Finish last or win the league, dude. Come on. I like this team. This 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 team is prime for this. Jamar Jamar Chase, baby. Add him to the list. Give me two rookies (laughs) on this team. And again, that team is no risk, no biscuit to its finest. (laughs) <laughs> and, 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 you know, Jake's laughing, but this team, if everything clicks is going to be very good. Yeah. If it doesn't click, we're going to be at the bottom of the league, but that's the risk I'm willing to take in this spot with the way that the board uh, has played out. So now I get to start a league. How many IR spots do we have? Cause you're going to need them. Yeah. We need every <laughs> one of them. All, all of the ones I have. Oh boy. Need. Um, okay. So again, Chris, I, I am last round to last round, round eight. This team has now three wide receivers. It has its tight end. It has its quarterback. It has two running backs. I feel like this is an opportunity to snag another running back. And Jake tried to push me in this direction earlier. I will now go to this player here. Give me Damian Harris for this team. To like it. To I close like it, it out. That's the solid final pick value, for this Solid team. value there for this late to get that kind of running back. Risky, but you got one. We'll just we'll add the risk, and you added more risk to this team. More risk to the Patriots running back that I think Ramondre Stevenson could snag some serious carries from, but he is the guy there for now. So I'm back on the clock here. Got three wide receivers. I'm going to add a fourth to this roster. I don't really want to go tight end yet. I don't love where I'm at here. So to add to Tyreek Hill and Robert Woods and Juju Smith-Schuster, I'm going to add (sighs) between two guys here. I'm going to add Chase Claypool. Um, I think this is where it starts to get to solid value when you get outside the top 75 in particular. I think there's a lot of value there. You know, we're, we're in round eight now. So I'm going to take Chase Claypool here, knowing that there's some residual extra value here. If he misses some time with Juju, I already have on my roster. Or if Juju misses time, uh, more of a big play guy. Love to have him here near the top of my bench so I can play him in matchups that he's advantageous in. I don't need to rely on him on a weekly basis. Uh, but I'm going to go chase Claypool in this spot for my final pick. I like it. I like it. Quick, All right, Jake, quick, your last quickly pick for this Quickly give team. me this one, Chris. Read, read me okay, off. So I, I think Kelsey, 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 Eckler, Lockett, Mahomes, Gordon, Samuel, Anderson. Oh, all right. So I've already added. Okay, I'm not going to go that direction. Hmm. That puts me in a little bit of a funky spot. Actually, no, it doesn't. I'm still going to need these guys. I can get somebody else. Give me Cortland Sutton on this team. Okay. Oh, the player I was going to take for eh. during the show. Look, man, we talked about off the air. I saw all I need to see the other night, and it wasn't, yeah, he caught a touchdown, whatever. It was coming off the ACL. He broke off of that leg on the out. Ball came out. He looked phenomenal. He looked healthy. That's all I need to see. Receivers are different than running backs. We talked about it a bunch when coming off these ACLs. Yes, it's a little risky, but I love this player healthy, and he's now healthy. It wouldn't be me in a draft if I didn't t- commit to a guy that has been my brand. So this team will add Trey Sermon to the mix. 
<laughs> that is definitely your guy. <sighs> Still think that one's going to bite have... you in the ass, but go ahead. Interesting group of Listen, I, I, on this football I, team. That, well, <laughs> Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Trey Sermon. It's interesting. That's interesting. Very, well, very interesting. I told you. I told you. I didn't like the way some of these teams, when I had time to sleep on it, I didn't like the way some of these teams uh, played out. But So I'm next up here. Uh, I'm going to go quarterback in this spot. I feel comfortable. My receivers got Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Antonio Brown, and Brandon Ayuk. I've got uh, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders at running back, TJ Hawkinson at tight end. Uh, there's no other running back I think is a good value at this spot to start building depth there. So I'm going to take Justin Herbert off the board here and get my QB one for this team. I like that. I like that. All right, Jake Jarvis Landry was your last pick for this team in the seventh round. Okay. Give me the rest of it. Cause I'm now totally confused on who's where. So you, Corey yeah, Davis, you Deontay to- Johnson, Gaskin, Edwards, Hilaire, AJ Brown, Jonathan Taylor is this team. Okay. So no tight end on that team. No uh, that end, team no does not have a tight end. I am liking that team. Give me Tyler Higby in this spot. I think we're getting okay. some decent value here. It might be a little high, but he's the next guy for me. I, I think he has a big year with Matt Stafford throwing to the tight end. He's now the guy with Everett gone. Uh, I'm liking the way this team's shaping up. That's that's a good spot for to be solid everywhere else for Higby to fall to me. You concerned me a little bit when you said tight end because that was the direction I wanted to go with uh, this team that I'm picking for now, but you didn't take the guy that I want. Give me Logan Thomas in this spot. I like that too. I don't know if it's going to be the same with Fitzmagic throwing it down the field a little bit more, but I love Logan. Jamie? So I'm back up here on the clock. Um, It looks like I need – so I've got three running backs. I've got three wide receivers. I've got a tight end. Don't have a quarterback. Probably time for me to start considering, you know, a quarterback in this spot. So, but there's also some other value there. So, you know, I'm going to wait one more round on a quarterback for this team. I'm going to go with somebody that I think has some upside, but a tremendous amount of risk as well. And I think at this point, I'd be willing to take a chance here, just looking at my, my options here at wide receiver that I have really high floor guys, I think, or fairly high floor guys there, but I want somebody that maybe can make a huge impact for me in a flex spot if I need to, if things break right. I'm going to take Michael Thomas off the board here in round eight. This is, this, this is as early as I would consider him at this spot, but I do think there's a solid chance you're going to get wide receiver two value from him when he comes back. You're not going to get him early in the season, stick him on an IR spot to start the year. Um, if you're, if your team allows you to put players on IR, I mean, you know, that'll, that'll depend on your, your league settings, but, uh, I couldn't, you know, because Rogers is off the board here. And then I think the, there's a couple quarterbacks I'm looking at, but I think I can get them in the next round. I'm going to take Michael Thomas. Interesting. Interesting. Back half of the draft can't play to week seven. Do you need your team ready, Jake? Yes, quiz quickly. Okay. Okay. Zeke, Justin Jefferson, Chris Godwin, Daryl Henderson, Gus Edwards, Raheem Mostert, Dak Prescott. Nice. That's what I was hoping you were going to go with. Give me OBJ. I would never do this normally, but I'm picking for four teams, and I think we're going to get some decent value. It would be this far down the draft. Take a little flyer on the old OBJ coming back and being healthy at times, James. You're going to go Michael Thomas. I'm going to match you with an OBJ. So I have I have the wide receiver board open uh, for for my pick here, and yes. this is another one. Of G- this is a this is one of Jamie's guys that I'm taking here. This team already has 
Tyler Boyd and Terry McLaurin. We need a third wide receiver. Give me Darnell Mooney in this spot. Interesting. 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 Yes. I think that's one, I like it. I think that's one value too early, but if that's your guy, one value too early in the middle of the draft is not anything to, to balk at. Jamie, I think the other guy I was when we get to this part of the draft and all of these receivers get jumbled up, take the guy that you like. Yes. Like this hard Absolutely. to rank these 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 15 or 20 receivers that are all really, really close. I like to go with the guy that's closer to being the number one on their team, regardless of the team, than the guy that we know is the two. But if it's going to be a team that throws a ton, then two makes a lot of sense. But go with your guy. If you like that guy, go with it. And, and Jamie, I'll just add to this that I have your board up in front of me, and you have another guy that I considered, Kenny Galladay, in front of him. But I just don't like anything about that New York Giants offense, so I'd rather just take Darnell Mooney. That was kind of the, the tiebreaker for me. So I'm going to go with a wide receiver here, too, to round things out for this team. Uh, I've got already got Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, and Adam Thielen here, and I've went elsewhere the last three picks. Need a quarterback, but again, I feel like with the top 10 quarterbacks off the board already that I can wait, and there's a kind of a group of guys that are up next, and I have a pick and two more picks after I make this one that I can use a quarterback with. Uh, I, I'm going to take Brandon Cooks. I, I think he's being a little bit forgotten about here. I understand the quarterback situation in Houston isn't great, but this is a team that's going to have to throw a bunch. He's the very, very clear wide receiver one. And a lot like we talked about with Fuller, all of that risk is already baked into his price of him being down here as a late round eight type of a player. So I like the value I'm going to get from Brandon Cooks here. He's a top 80 player on my board that I'm going to get here in, in what, Chris? I got to do the math. What is... Uh, well, I don't want to be that guy, but this is, team already has I mean, a quarterback, just so you know. You, you said that... Oh, sorry, Kyler Murray. I thought I had the... I'm sorry, my yeah. bad. I thought I had a different... That's okay. Different just... Murray down there. Um, so, like, a guy that's going barely inside the top 100 right now uh, that I can grab here in, in Brandon Cooks. So, I will take him. The uh, last pick, Jake, you're up. Uh, do you need me to read this team to you? Just read them every time. You know I do. Okay, all right. Christian McCaffrey, James Robinson, George Kittle, Mike Davis, CeeDee Lamb, Aaron Rodgers, Will Fuller. Okay. That's what I, I thought. We thought we were right there. I like that. You mean Leonard Fournette. Something happens to Rojo. I'm going to need some depth. Come Throw on, another man. running back in here. If playoff Lenny shows up, man, this, this backfield's still going to be dynamic. I'm going to give you a secret if you haven't watched the Bucks preseason. They're an 11 personnel with three receivers out there they're going to be able to run the ball on everybody and they're going to try to do it as much as they're going to throw it. They're going to put up big numbers. I still think playoff Lenny is going to be a thing. He's been great in camp so far, but it's just nice depth at this point. I got to add another one there. All right. So before we recap it all, I just want to kind of give my my top, like almost like my top remaining players on the board in my rankings. um, Okay. We haven't talked about yet. So here are my, Please do, Janice. This should be good because I'm getting so this is the top five guys that, open right now. So we're through eight rounds of this PPR draft. Top five guys that we did not draft so far. So, Chris, let me know if I messed up any of these. Okay. Curtis Samuel. Right. Available. Because we took Debo, not Curtis. We took uh, Debo, Hollywood yeah. Brown. Available. Jalen Hurts. Your favorite, Available. Chris. Have at rightfully, it. Rightfully so available. Devonta Smith. Available, rightfully so. And Kenny Galladay. Those are the top available. five available on my list. Uh, and the top running back still available, since I didn't mention it, would be uh, J.D. McKissick. I thought about I, with I, your, I, I the, thought about taking your boy right there when I took Fournette, but I'm a, I took my boy playoff Lenny anyway. Um, I have Fournette uh, above McKissick, so I, I would have done that too. Let's see. I took Rodgers. This team already has Kittle. Added a running back. And if by the way, if I scroll down a little bit, the top tight end remaining is Dallas Goddard. So yeah. I mean, it's so that we're. 
in a pretty interesting spot. But you see there's some interesting wide receiver talent there. But so far, everybody inside of my top 86 came off the board for us. So last week on the show, we did this, and it backfired on, on Jake and I big time. So we had Tyler from Owner's Box join us, and he reacted to Jamie's bold takes, right? The bold predictions. And he liked all of Jamie's predictions, which is not what we were going for. I think what man. we do is we run these teams by him and don't tell him whose team is which, and we see which one he picks. Again, yeah, I, we, you're asking a lot without, without visual help, Chris. I think it, I have a different idea. Chris, bring Tyler in. All right. Because he's going to pick my here. teams. But no. But he's not going to pick your teams. To, to process 96 players without a visual in front of him. Maybe send him the list, can, Chris, and he can look at it for, for next can, time. Yeah, Tyler, put, what, what's going on, man? The list. We know there's two of Chris's he's not picking, so that leaves a pretty good chance he's what? picking one of Jamie Rice. Not too much. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing good. Doing good. And uh, I know we're going to talk a little. We just finished up with our mock draft here. We did round six through eight. But I want to go back and talk about some stuff from earlier in the week in our early rounds. You know, playing these salary cap games, a lot of people have different strategies, stars and scrubs, balanced lineups. So I want to kind of get your thoughts on some of these superstar players. Is there anybody right now that would be considered in a redraft like a first round pick or a top 15 pick that ha you think has to be in your lineup despite the high salary cap price on owner's box in week one? Right. So the, the biggest thing to me is, especially when you're in the, like a contest of this size, we've got like 12,000 people in our 100 K contest. You, you don't, you want to be contrarian. You don't want to be taking the players that a lot of people will be looking at. You know, you might be a, a very smart, savvy fantasy player, but there's a lot of people who know the name Christian McCaffrey that don't play uh, fantasy football too often. So I would say there's a, there's a top tier of four running backs. It'd be, um, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, and Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry is usually the one that's right near the bottom. So I would say uh, in, in terms of what people are looking at, Derrick Henry might be a player that's overlooked, and I would spend the money on him uh, on over his box. He's about 7,600 salary uh, for week one. How much cheaper is yeah. Zeke than Derrick Henry Zeke. while we're while we're going there? Uh, yeah, Zeke is – Oh, you know, right oh, actually, Zeke is playing on No, Thursday, he's not on there because he's Thursday night. So ah, he's not an option. Gotcha. So, yeah, the Thursday night opening game, not option for this game. This is the Sunday contest, the Sunday only contest for week one, which, by the way, you can join by using the for free, free $10 entry by using the code DREW9 at ownersbox.com or on the ownersbox app. I've got my lineup out there. You'll kind of see what my initial thoughts in the lineup are. I'm going to tweet that out um, probably tomorrow. You can kind of see what I'm thinking. Can't guarantee I'm not going to change it because I'm crazy and we'll change it back and forth a thousand times but yeah derrick henry right now going up against the arizona cardinals uh spotty defense for lack of a better phrase in week one there 7600 is his price tyler i want to ask you a little bit though about wide receivers as well because obviously there's a ton of talent at the wide receiver position in general and obviously which translates to having a ton available for weekly fantasy sports is there anybody right here that you're really looking at at the very top that's like the $7,000 or above the, the Ridley's, Hopkins, Diggs, Hill, Devontae Adams of the world? Is there, Are you avoiding all of those guys or some interesting matchups? Ridley going against the Eagles, Hopkins going against the Titans, uh, Hill going against Cleveland. All of those secondaries were bottom 10 against fantasy wide receivers last season. Yeah, I I personally have been looking at Calvin Ridley. I just think with the you know the departure of Julio, I think – that that uh, rapport with Matt Ryan will be there right away, and he, he I'm sure he'll be hyper targeted. If I'm looking at like a big matchup with the Browns and Chiefs, um, you know, as opposed to 
to taking Tyreek Hill. Maybe I take the, some upside on, on guys like Byron Pringle, McCole Hardman, and maybe even Demarcus Robinson. Cause like I said, we, we, we got to find a way to uh, diversify and, and make sure that you, uh, you don't have too high of an own percentage on some of your players here. So I would look at some of these bigger matchups with uh, some up, some upside guys at uh, lower price. And last question for me, what is your tight end strategy? Because this is a position that drops off very quickly. And Darren Waller is not available, excuse me, not available in week one because he's playing in the primetime game on Monday night. So you have Travis Kelsey at $7,600, full price. George Kittle at $6,500. And then it kind of drops down uh, more than $1,200 to get to the next group of tight ends. Are you somebody that pays up for an elite tight end? Or do you try to find sign up for that sneaky value for cheap and load up on your cash on other positions? Yeah, I would say tight end is kind of actually the one I might spend some money on because I do think that people look to, you know, the, your uh, Tyreek Hills of the world, Devontae Adams. So I would be willing to spend up if I'm, if I'm building my roster, I usually do tight end right near the end, um, at, at least in my strategy, but you know, I would love a stack of Robert Tunyon and, and Aaron Rodgers in week one. That one's interesting to me. Definitely like on owner's box, it's six point touchdown uh, for passing touchdowns. So very important note for people playing those two quarterbacks, especially, you know, make sure you get that quarterback in your flex spot and then pair it with, with somebody uh, with some high upside on that stack, because let's, let's maximize our selections. If you, if you like your quarterback, there's going to be somebody, a pass catcher that's going to perform for you too. And, Absolutely. Uh, and Jamie, I know you mentioned it, but Tyler, tell everybody where they can get involved with the week one contest. We're going to have you on again next week to talk about it. But again, every chance we get to get everybody involved, to have some fun here for the first week of the season, where can everybody go? Yeah, ownersbox.com. Look, we're giving you guys a $10 free entry with promo code Drew9, but also you sign up on ownersbox, verify your account. We're going to give you another $5 for free. You can join and play for as little as $1. Uh, you can play for $10 to all the way. You know, there's there's higher prize pools as well, but we're giving you $15 total free. You got six free entries for you to test out the platform. So get on there, take advantage of the free offers we have for you. And uh, yeah, the, the contest is, you know, we're ready to go. Some salaries as well. Um, with some injuries, you know, James Robinson's at a really good value, Gus Edwards. So uh, take advantage of some lower salaries and, and, and get building some lineups. You can build as many as 10 uh, lineups in each and every contest. Jamie? And that's a good point, too. So you're, get, you're getting that free $10 entry, but that isn't the only entry you're allowed to make into this $100,000 super mm -hmm. contest here that there's, that's going on. So use Drew, the code Drew9 to get that entry, but you can enter up to nine other lineups in addition to that free lineup into that contest for week one. And like I said, I'm already in it. I'll probably add in a prob another lineup before we get started here for the season. Uh, it's September now. It's September 1st. Football's here. Football month is here. We have week one of college football starting tonight. We have the NFL season starting in eight days. Get Go ready. Blazers, by the way, starting tonight. Go Blazers. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, I had to sneak there that in there. I was just going to say that, you know, we've spent the entire offseason getting ready for this. And like next week, it's here. Next week, we're actually breaking down matchups and, and, and seeing where there's value in guys that are being undervalued because of their matchup. And just it's, it's so much fun. And it's exciting to actually have actual football. Uh, on the horizon just one week away uh let's go around the room everybody tell everybody where they can follow them on social media tyler we'll start with you yeah social is just tyler mckillop but definitely check out owner's box for owner's box as well on all platforms on social so check us out there and tyler i'm going to share with you the mock draft that we did and i'm going to redact the names and you're going to have to pick which team you liked the best and it's probably right. going to be jamie's because i know how this works but we're still going <laughs> to do this thought exercise J J look at jake jake's like wait a minute what a couple of teams are pretty good 
Okay, Jake, we'll see. Jake, Jake, where can everybody follow you on social media? Jake B. Arians on Twitter, Arians NFL on Instagram. Jamie? Follow me at Jamie Eisner on Twitter, at Jamie Eisner TDN on Instagram, and be sure on Friday at 4.30 Eastern to tune into the Draft Network's Instagram account. We'll be answering a bunch of questions about owner's box, about redraft, all the other stuff that's going on. It's going to be a huge fantasy weekend for everybody over the holiday weekend. Be sure to join us. You can follow me on Twitter at Shoe Radio, S-C-H-U Radio. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter at TDN Fantasy. And like Jamie said, all the fantasy content, uh, it, it's coming. It's here. So a lot to look forward to between uh, this week and next week. Everybody have a great weekend. We will talk to you on Monday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.